0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast, episode 129. We are back again. This week will be a little bit different. If you can tell from my voice, uh, my sniffles, I'm not feeling the best. Tested positive for COVID a couple of days back. So this will be a different episode, shorter episode. But of course, we wanted to make sure we gave you the news. This week, as always, make sure you five-star rate, subscribe, review, support the podcast, because, of course, we'll talk about what's the news like we do every week. A lot of things happening in the housing market, Um, a new company, Faze Clan, going public, Tesla dumped BTC. Um, We'll talk about all of this and more, so make sure you five-star rate, review, and subscribe, we'll get into the show right now. Market update first, and then we'll get into the news. Um, We're actually on kind of a market bounce, a big thing that's been driving this market resurgence, shall we say, is um, you know the fact that corporate earnings have come out and they haven't been bad at all. Um, for example, the market cheered Netflix losing a little bit under 1 million subscribers in quarter two versus their guidance of 2 million subscribers. So they said that they were gonna lose 2 million, only lost 1 million, and the stock jumped as a result um, of that news. Uh, we're also seeing banks um, and other companies come with strong earnings. And a lot of the focus has been profit margins. Profits have held up despite the cost challenges that we're seeing across the world. Profits have held up despite the cost challenges that we're seeing across the world. We have high inflation, but profit margins have held up. And if you look at the next two quarters, analysts are expecting the profit margins stay high. Um, and we currently have a P-E ratio of 15.8 times, which is about you know, which is well below the five-year moving average of the P ratio, so there's value in the market. People are – there's 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 value in the market right now. Things have been considerably recorrected, repriced, and there's value in the market. And I think that attributes to why over the last month we're almost a 6% gain. The market's bounced 6% over the last month, and we've seen that bounce back. We're seeing potentially – bo- there, there's no bottom yet. I think there's still – we're still not raising rate raising environment. We're still going to have some tough times ahead. But there's a little reprieve for the market right now. The market needed some good news. And that's why you're seeing this bounce, um, a sizable bounce. But if we move now into what's in the news, a lot, a lot happening, including a housing cool down. Yes, a housing cool down. Remember the people that everyone was rushing to buy a home. Um, but now the demand for mortgages has hit a 22-year low last week. The demand for mortgages hit have hit a 22-year low. Um, that would, it's more buyers being squeezed out of a pricey market. The medium home price still hit a record of four hundred sixteen thousand in June. Um, of course, low inventory. Um, the cost of borrowing has doubled. You know, the Fed has hiked rates, so you now you're seeing your mortgage interest rate much higher. I know a lot of people have pulled out the market for that reason, um, and. If you think about it, medium incomes in the U.S. have increased 14 times since 1960. But the medium home price has soared 36 times since the same time period. So housing affordability crisis is a real thing for some people. And it's out there. Um, And so that's what you're seeing with home prices. It's going to be really interesting. You're going to see prices drop. You're going to see um, home prices drop um, soon. Think of it six to nine months. We're going to see that drop. That's just what's happening. You're seeing demand's going to dwindle away, demand's going to dwindle away, and you're going to see that drop. And it's just, you know, it's just only economics, economics at this point. More IPO moves. Remember IPOs and SPACs and mergers? That was like a thing of the past of 2021. That market's dried up in 2022 because of the markets, because the environment, because of so many different things. But guess what? One company's still going ahead. Phase Clan. They could plan to go public because they have 500 million strong following on social media. Uh, but for you, those who don't know what phase Clan is, it's a gaming, social YouTube gaming brand. Like, that's the best way to describe it. It's like a esports gaming team, slash brand, slash social media company. Um, but they have a lot of people in their membership. Snoop Dogg's in it. Bronny, LeBron's son is in it. Kyler Murray, who just inked a $230 million new contract with the Arizona Cardinals is in it. I think he's also an investor. But FaZe Clan, they went public on the NASDAQ. They just completed a $725 million merger with a SPAC, special purpose acquisition company called B. Riley Principal 150 Merger Corp. That's an interesting SPAC name. (laughs) But they just completed it. Um, And in the course of this creator economy, uh, most of the companies are private. But I have have to give FaZe Clan credit. They're going public On the market, we're gonna dig into their financials, see how much money they're actually generating. In the private markets, people can dress things up, say they're worth this, because they don't have to release anything. But now in the public markets, it's all public. You have to release that every quarter. Every move you make has to be released. (coughs) That was probably annoying for you guys to hear, but again, I'm the hardest working person in show business. I'm sick. COVID-19, it got me. First time testing positive. I'm the mend, I'm okay but i am sick i was beaten down for a couple of days and i'm on the recovery but we're still here giving you the news about phase clan um so you know the the stock plunged 24% on its trading day um but you know it's it's something that's interesting because they said they're going to double their revenue this year to 90 million not a great amount they're still going to lose 19 million dollars according to their own projections um so let's we'll see what phase clan does um I think in esports and, and gaming and streaming is actually such an interesting um, place to be at Twitch and all these different areas. I find it fascinating. There's a lot of people making a lot of money doing these esports streaming and different things of that nature, um, and it's it's quite interesting uh, to see. Um, and and you know you're seeing these companies become more and more uh, popular, uh, but we'll watch it. And Tesla. Another company to watch. They just have their quarterly report. They performed well. I mean, Tesla's always been great on their quarterly earnings, their delivery expectations, their production expectations. They usually come through and the stock, you know, has jumped as a result for that. But the big news is that they just mentioned that they dumped 75% of their Bitcoin purchases um, and converted it back into fiat. They invested one point five billion into Bitcoin last year after the huge rally. So again. You're the smartest person in the world is not a great investor. After the huge rally, he invested 1.5 billion into Bitcoin. And then earlier this year, sometime in Q2, they mentioned they dumped it. They dumped 75% of their holdings and converted it back, roughly 936 million, back into cash on the balance sheet. This is definitely a retreat. From what elon Musk said he seems to flip-flop often I know i've talked highly about him and still think he's one of the most talented and smartest smarter individuals we've ever seen but some of his actions are raise raise eyebrows you have seen the twitter thing which, which is weird and then he was so diamond hands and tweeting all about that then all of a sudden he dumped at the bottom right like does he really know what he's doing all the time probably not um he dumped at the bottom, dumped for loss for no, like, he had no intentions of holding it for very long because it was less than a year of holding. Um, and, yeah, that was that did trigger something. If you look at the chart, it triggered something back in, you know, the time period where people think he dumped because it was sometime in Q2 um, that this happened. Um, so, interesting enough, interesting to note that Tesla did do that. Um, and And, yeah, it's just indicative of what's going on. Um, when you think about Elon Musk and just a little bit about how he does things, it's it's quite, quite odd, quite interesting um to say that to say the least in other news, so we were just mentioned a little bit about um, Covid. I uh, just might as well get into it right now. Yes, the president I just saw on Twitter, the president prayers up to him, um just. Tested positive for COVID and is going through those, going through that right now. Of course, prayers up to the president. I also tested positive a couple days ago. So on the mend, getting better, um, but still not feeling 100%. Yeah, it just hit me like a couple days ago very, very hard. Um, Was in bed, shivering, all that stuff, feeling shivers, feeling feverish. next day a little bit better um and then finally uh like today still better but just still weak but feeling feeling much better so um will be on the men for a couple days and hibernating um isolating like i have been for a bit still so just gonna be hibernating and doing that as i recover and not taking any meetings and just trying to recover and let the body rest a little bit the body needs to rest Speaking of rest, what's going on in Europe is still crazy. So Europe is having an energy crisis. It's a big political tension. There's record heat waves that are rippling through the c- continent. Russia's halted exports to three major European customers, citing foreign ma- force majeure, a stoppage for extraordinary cir- circumstances. Um, so there's a big energy crisis right now. Um, and Russia supplies nearly half the EU's need natural gas. So over the last month, they cut its export capacity to 40%. And the Nord Stream pipeline, the main connection between Germany and Russia, closed last week for an annual maintenance check. But Europeans worry that the force majeure signals Russia won't reopen, this t- it, it reopen its taps by tomorrow's deadline. And Europe's gas prices are already up eight times from a year ago. So this energy crisis is really, really incredible. Brian Sullivan, CNBC. when I was on WEX in the morning last, you know, battling through like my, my Jordan flu game, was on WEX a couple mornings ago. They were talking about this, um, and this energy crisis that's happening. It's really <coughs> affecting really big news because it's going to affect the stock. They're saying that they, they don't release um, enough and open up the taps to release enough energy and export. So that's big, big news um, still going on. Of course, you still have the Twitter Elon Musk trial. It's going to start in October. Experts say there's a good chance that Musk will be forced to buy Twitter. I've said that. Um, You can't just back out. You can't just say you don't want to do this, a deal anymore that you signed into. So people are saying there's a good chance he'll be forced to buy it. And we'll have to keep our eyes on that. Um, No roundtable today because we're going to get healthy. We're going to relax. I'm going to get healthy and relax. So no roundtable. We are going to kick that to next week. But I'm glad you guys were able to listen in, get some quick news in a matter of a blinking seconds. You got all you needed to know uh, for the week, but we'll talk next week.